Hello, welcome to the JNH Sport Podcast, episode 10. Thank you everyone for support, uh, constant support so far. Go follow us on Twitter at JH Sport Podcast 1 for updates and news. We usually post before, like last night I posted that we were going to have an episode this morning. And then I said the, the schedule. We also post news of like some recruiting news and just all around we retweet some major things. So I'd go follow that for news and updates. Also, go listen and give support to The Den with Dylan Simpson and Joshua Braden. Shout out to them. Good podcast. Search that on Spotify or Anchor, The Den. Really good podcast. But today we're, we're going to talk about National Signing Day. We're t- going to talk about the NBA trade deadline. bunch of trades went down. That included Hunter and I's favorite team, Memphis, and uh, <coughs> the Heat. And then if we have time, we're going to briefly talk about where we think and how we feel on the Tom Brady situation, if we have time. But first, I want to talk about National Signing Day, and I'll start talking about Tennessee. Um, Pretty good day. I mean, picked up two really, really good players, two four-stars. First, I'll talk about D. Beckwith, a four-star athlete from Florence, Alabama, He's around 6'4-ish, probably going to play receiver, tight end. I'm pretty sure receiver. Dude's a beast. Really long, strong guy. He already looks like he um, needs to be playing SEC football already. But also, he, I think, I'm not 100% sure, he definitely wants to play basketball and Pruitt's going to let both guys that we signed, including D. Beckwith and Malachi Wildman, play basketball if they want. And, boy, I think Rick Barnes would definitely appreciate that because the other guy we flipped from Florida State, Malachi Wildman, a lot of people really predicted us to flip him because he canceled the visit from Florida State. Not sure what all went down there. And then, Visited Tennessee, and then Ole Miss got in the picture late, but ended up signing with us. Four-star receiver. I mean, this dude has a chance to be a first-team All-SEC player. He's that good. He's such an athlete. Also a four-star basketball player, and I know Rick Barnes wants him to play. I mean, on Twitter, there's videos of him with LeBron James and Dwayne Wade watching him, which is pretty wild. Just for basketball dudes, so good at basketball too. But really good physical receiver. Caught a – did pretty well on IMG, which is like one of the best teams in the country. And then obviously labeled as a four-star. But we moved up. We're – I don't really have a specific, like – thing that I go by but on ESPN we were 18th which was the worst out of all of them 24-7 we were 10 and then on Rivals we finished at 7 so I mean overall (coughs) we moved up pretty well but flipped and then also Zachary Evans still remains unsigned we don't really know what's going on there but yeah I don't either Tennessee probably 
I say we're in the driving seat for him now. He's ours to. I won't say he's ours to lose, but teams like Ole Miss and Florida and a few others still going after him. But I'm not really sure what's going on there. I don't know why he hasn't signed yet or whatever. But five star running back. Hopefully we can get him. That would be such a piece. We've talked about him before. He already looks like a SEC. Already looks like a really good SEC player. Um, for Florida State, Hunter's obviously going to go in more depth than I am. But I I was doing some stuff on it. Pretty good day. Signed a lot of guys. But most of them were committed already. But there was a few more that committed um, on signing day. Mm-hmm. Guys like Darren Williamson, former UT commit. Officially signed. Marcuston Douglas, tight end, officially signed. Um, I like how Florida State's getting a lot of depth at the running back spot. Yeah, I'm going to talk a lot about that. Um, yeah. Hunter's got more information on that. But signing guys like line, isn't DJ Lundy, linebacker, that's a big get. It's a weak spot on this Florida State team. That with O-Lon and Lloyd Willis, um, Big guy, six seven offensive tackle, just uh, signed um, on signing day, and then Sidney Williams, really physical corner from Mobile, Alabama, and then Robert Scott officially signed, Philip from Ole Miss, and then another guy, Corey Wren, another really fast receiver slash running back. Got his fourth star on one of these sites, and then yeah, signed some other guys at running back that I'll let you that I'll let you talk about. All right, um, <clears throat> FSU g- actually got a, a decent haul in, signing eight players to the team. Um, I have specifically a couple players I want to talk about, and I want to talk about what Coach Norvell really attacked and addressed in this class and then i'll move on to all the other we got a lot of other teams to talk about so um a couple huge lands lundy was an enormous commit in my eyes like you said when i mean that depth at linebacker has been haunting florida state for forever now and i love his physicality he's a big framed linebacker um Fill those gaps easier and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean he's hard hitting, man, and um, and he's it's was labeled an athlete, mm-hmm. but probably gonna play linebacker. I think it's something we've missed. I think he's gonna bring it though. I think we really needed somebody like him. Also, Sidney Williams, we offered him last minute. Uh, he ended up signing with us. We made a late push on him. Um, people say, I mean he's a safety, uh, very talented. People are actually saying he could be a gem in this class, and um, I believe it. Pretty big guy too. Yeah, like six two, I think. Yep, and I want to say, uh, Florida State's ball game. We had zero scholarship running backs on the roster. Okay, Kalen Labron was hurt. Cam Akers to the Cam Akers to the draft, and then we had. Um, 
receivers playing running back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Tamari Ontario was taking the final carries. Deontay Sheffield played an outstanding game, though. I think he, I think he's going to earn a scholarship, honestly. Uh, but I mean, what I'm talking about is a running back depth. It was so thin. Last yeah, year. we had zero scholarship running backs, and since then, Mike Norvell has signed the Damian Webb this uh, last signing day. Um, go back, we got Ja'Kai Douglas, Lawrence Tefili, and obviously the transfer from Texas A&M to Sean, and Kalen Laburn. Golly, I could be like the strongest yeah. running back, like top to bottom in the mm-hmm. ACC this I year. I mean. And it was coming from one of the thinnest now. Yeah. I mean, you look at it now, there's so much depth there. I think Norvell attacked that position probably the hardest this year. He said it in his interview, too. He talked about it. Uh, attacking running back, the running back position. Got another good DB class in, and a tall DB class yeah. in, actually. Uh, Maybe that's what he likes. Yeah, and I like it too. I really do. Uh, you got tall, long receivers like Jeffrey Akuda. I mean, they're out there. Or you got corners. They're in the spotlight. Yeah. And um, obviously signing two linemen. Uh, Lord this Willis. last, right. yeah, and then, I mean, we we had Norvell had a short period. Uh, he hasn't had this job for very long. I mean, he I'll, finishes at what twenty two on the ESPN, whatever. I'll say this: you look at Florida State's ranks, nineteen on ESPN, and then also twenty two on. 24-7 and 21 on rivals, which is, like, not really Florida State standard, but this is, like, kind of what Pruitt had to do with his first yeah. year. And Tennessee fans can probably relate. Not much time at all. I mean, how much time before early? The Basically, the new thing is early signing <coughs> days where most of the guys come yep. in, and he had, like, two weeks. I mean, that's not even fair. Yeah, but and signed a really good class, in my opinion. To kick off 2021, I mean, we just got the number three linebacker in the nation commit to us, Brandon Jennings. So that's going to be a huge four-star. He is a monster. I got to show you his highlights when we get done with this. All right. He's a monster. Um, you can go ahead on uh Or her. I'll talk about Tennessee some. Okay. Uh, Not much to say about Tennessee. Obviously, you cover most of it. I want to talk about <clears throat> how confusing Zach Evans is. The suspense is killing me. I wish he'd just sign somewhere. It's killing me, too. So I know whether he's an opponent or am I going to root for him or what. I don't I don't know, really. Um, Tennessee, Tennessee stole Malachi Weidman from us. Really sucks on that one. He is a heck of an athlete, but if he isn't wearing garnet and gold... I'd much rather him being here in Knoxville. Uh, I've always been a huge fan of his in high school. You can ask Josh. Yeah, about two or three dude. years ago yeah. talking about him. I've been high on this dude for a while now. And um, it broke my heart that he changed and came to Knoxville, but I'll root for him here anyways. So. And then we basically traded Darian yep. Williamson. Yeah, we got Darian Williamson yep. uh, about a week or so ago. Yeah, about a week. But, I mean, not much really going on 
Well, it was a really good day for Tennessee. You look us up, we're like one of the winners of the mm-hmm. day, but it was just two guys. We did most of our work in early Sunday. Yeah. Day. And then um, we still, Zach Evans, were an option for him. But we're going to talk about some other teams here. Big news, or I thought, I didn't think Jordan Birch, one of the best players in the ESPN 300, like a top seven player, I think. He had originally committed to Jordan uh, South Carolina on early Sunday, but didn't sign, which was really weird because he, like, picked the hat. And usually they yeah. sign, like, right then, but he didn't sign. And a lot of te- LSU was really making a push on him. But then ends up officially signing with South Carolina. Not good news for Tennessee, really, because we're going to have to play him. But good news there. They signed a pretty good class. And, um, I mean, this kind of pisses me off. But Georgia, of course, they signed the best class on 24-7 and rivals. Mm -hmm. And then also signed the second best class on ESPN. So... I mean, they locked up. Bro, Derek Jones was a guy that they, I thought they were probably going to lose. They end up blocking him up. Five-star offensive lineman, one of the best mm-hmm. players in the whole country. Flip. Um, they actually signed another offensive lineman. That's in the ESPN 300. Cedric Van Penn and then Flip, Darren Brent, Darren Branch. Three-star DB, and then got Cameron Kenny, another O lineman. They're building up that O line as usual, which is, it's just kind of sad. I didn't really hope they would do that, but at least they didn't get Zach Evans. Another, I know, I'm going back, but Corey Wren plays running back too. Oh yeah, and he 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 signed here. He got so. his fourth star. Yeah. yeah. Um. But Georgia, I mean, what a class. They just signed, like, 16 guys in the ESPN 300. That's crazy, crazy. And then uh, a lot of huge class, Texas Mm A&M. No one's really talking about them. I mean, going back to Florida State, going back to anywhere Jimbo Fisher has been, whether he's been a coordinator or a head coach, I don't remember a time where this dude hasn't had a top 10 class. Which he's a good recruiter. I mean, he's one of the best recruiters there is. They signed a really good class. Got the number three corner, Jalen Jones. Number three overall quarterback, Haynes King. Number five overall wide receiver, Desmond Demas. And just got McKinley Jackson, one of the best um, defensive linemen in the country. They just signed. That was big. And then they... They signed the number six overall class on all ESPN 24-7 and Rivals. But I feel like I need to talk about the old stuff, the old teams that are good every year. Clemson and Alabama. I mean, both of these classes are just unreal with talent this year again. Clemson also has 16 people in the ESPN 300. Just just almost not fair compared to how good they are already. Signed Brian Brees. I think he's like the number one player overall on the rivals. Number one defensive tackle on the SPN, five-star. Another five-star defensive end, Miles Murphy. 
Demarcus Bowman, four-star running back, number four overall running back, and then DJ. You know how to say that quarterback's last name? Yeah, something weird. I have weird. no idea. Number one, not the number one quarterback, but the number one pocket passer quarterback mm-hmm. to back up because um, the backup just transferred to Duke. Mm-hmm. So Chase I read, Bryce. Yeah, Chase Bryce going to Duke. I mean, that's pretty big for Clemson fans. Mm-hmm. And then Bama signed 18 in the ESPN 300. That's so crazy. And then... Obviously, Bryce Young, number one quarterback. I I don't. He's like a top three player in the class, I think. And I mean, I've watched a lot of stuff on this guy. People talking about him. A lot of people feel he's going to start as a freshman. Um, if you're an Alabama fan, I want you to leave us some comments on Twitter. How do you think that quarterback thing is going to end out? I mean. Uh, Mac Jones ended the year pretty good, and then you got guys like Tua's brother, talented, mm-hmm. and then now you got Bryce Young. I don't know. And then they also signed the number three defensive end, five-star Chris Braswell, Drew Sanders, four-star athlete, number four overall athlete, Jace McKellen, four-star running back, six oh, number six overall running back in the class. I mean – these classes are so good. As expected, Dabo Sweeney and Nick Saban are the best two coaches in college football, and they're going to keep being that for, I mean, years to come. We yep. sign, keep signing these classes. Yep. Texas also had a, a – what did they end up finishing? Um, signing two top five quarterbacks in the nation. Yeah, finished top ten in ESPN yeah, at nine. nine. And then they're 9 on 24-7 and 13 on Rivals. Yeah. So, pretty finishing pretty, to around top 10 every time. Uh, that is very good for Texas. Texas needs to turn this thing around. Um, bad year last year. Yeah, really Ended bad the year, year good, though, against Utah. Yeah. Blowout win. But. Uh, but signing those two QBs, that, that is – that's really going to help Texas, considering... Right. Uh, Sam Ellinger's got one more year. Yeah, he's got one more year, and these two quarterbacks are going to sit behind Sam Ellinger for one year. And he's an, he's an experienced college quarterback, too. So um, once he's gone, somebody's going to have to fill in that spot. Uh, sign one of the best receiving classes as well. Go along with that. Um, Oregon killed it this year in recruiting. Quietly. Yeah. yeah. Getting a spectacular class together. Five-star corner, Dante Manning. Oh, yeah, he's one of the best. Mm-hmm. Is he the He may be the best. He may, yeah, he may be. Inside linebacker, five-star, Justin Flo. Golly, dude, that's a really good class. Yeah. And then you obviously got Thibodeau. <sighs> Thibodeau coming off the end. Tavon Thibodeau next yeah. year. I mean, some 13th class on... ESPN 12 yep. on 24-7 and 9 on Rivals. Got a four-star dual-threat quarterback, which they – with Justin the, that's gone. That's the question, might, is yeah. the quarterback. And they also got a pro-style quarterback in as well, four-star. Um, so it's going to be between them two of who takes the spot or somebody already there. I don't know the whole quarterback situation over there. But, but I know that is one of the best put-together teams yeah. in the country. They're going to be – 
a hard team to handle this year. I can promise you they're that. They're going to be – I mean, I see this team making the playoffs, if not next year, the year after, yeah. and they're going to keep competing for yeah. that. Mario Cristobal, is a, he's an outstanding coach. I don't even think he's talked about it enough, to be uh-huh. honest. But. North Carolina. Big class there. Really big one. Signed um, the number two overall player mm-hmm. on ESPN. I was saying that they were on the come up. I warned y'all, and Desmond Evans, second best player in the nation, defensive yep. end, signed there. North Carolina finished top 20, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 16 on Rivals, yep. 19 on 24-7, and 16 on ESPN, yep. which is huge for so, Mike Brown. 16 on ESPN and Rivals, or yeah, whatever, whatever, which one that was on. 16 um, on Rivals, yeah. Yeah. That's really good for North Carolina. We ain't seen North Carolina in that position in years. Um, Mac Brown is obviously turning things around. Yeah. Um, Georgia Tech rocked this recruiting cycle. Got another four-star. Yeah. I um, mean, they're, you they're got accustomed to this. That, that's what I'm saying. They got they got their new coach, and they said we're getting out of the wing tee. And when they did that, they attracted so many athletes. Yeah. Because if you're a four-star, three-star, five-star receiver and Georgia Tech sends you an offer, you kind of just toss that into the side. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't get thrown the ball there. Now they they run a different offense, pro-style offense. Um, they extend plays and stuff. And wide receivers love that, especially being right there in Atlanta. Um they got one of the best spots. That's a that's recruit. a good spot, and and they signed a top twenty five. It's an attraction, players. yeah. Top twenty five. I mean, Georgia Tech is turning around quick, and um, man, that they might be good in a couple of years. Oh yeah, I agree. And Jeff, then, Sim- yeah, I I don't know who's going to take quarterback snaps. Jeff Sims going in. I was, I was a. It's what a lot of guys are. I was a fan of him. Uh, he was a long-time Florida State commit. Was going to go to Florida State until Mike Norvell told him he pretty much wasn't going to fit the system and uh, attack Chubba Purdy and Tate Rodmaker instead. Sign Ended up signing both of those. Yeah, that's huge for Florida State. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's all I got. But, I mean, other teams like South Carolina signed a really good class. Yeah. Miami. Uh, Miami, Miami a gets class. a decent class. The second best safety in the nation signing there. Finish around, what, 15 to 13? Yeah. And, sure or something like that. Yeah, 17 on ESPN and 13 on 24-7 and 12 on Rivals. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State signed the number one overall player on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver. Julian Fleming. He's going to be so good as a freshman. LSU signed a really good class, number four on 24-7 and number four on ESPN. Washington, surprisingly, since uh, I can't remember their coach's name, stepped down. Um, That was a shocker to me. Still signed a good class, though. Kentucky signed a good class. Arizona State in the top 25. I mean... That's pretty good. They signed how, did top, I, how did I not know that? I mean, yeah, they're top 25 on all every single site. No, I'm saying Washington's head coach, Chris Peterson. Chris Peterson, signed, yeah, he yeah. stepped down. Dang. And they're still <clears throat> signing um, top 16 yeah, on there. Top 20. 
and 15 on ESPN, which is pretty remarkable. With that being said, Mississippi State transfer Stanford quarterback Costello yeah. going to Mississippi State. Pretty big for uh, Mike, Mike Leach. Leach. I mean, this SEC, there's so many good coaches in the SEC this year. I mean, there always is, but this year. I like Mike strong. Leach. I want to see how he does in the SEC, though. If, he, if he can compete in yeah. that at that level or so, uh, consecutively, week yeah. by week. Stanford, I mean, o- Auburn, a team Hunter has playing really good this year, signed mm-hmm. class. And they're they're running backs in the portal right now, so I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. Nebraska, Notre Dame signing a good class as always. Michigan, I don't want to talk about them. They're going to yeah. sign a good class every year, but yep. they're never going to win the big game. So, Florida, I I didn't really talk about them. They signed their first five star in a while from ESPN, Gervon Dexter, and mm-hmm. then transfer Justin Shorter. Five-star from Penn State, and then another guy from Miami that's been hurt his yeah. whole career, five-star running back. And then they signed a really good class, ton of four-star receivers. Really good class, signed top ten on all of them. Um, but we're going to get into the NBA shred, trade deadline. I mean, this was crazy. I had Woj on um, – Woj on – Twitter like notifications. Mm-hmm. My phone's blowing up every five minutes. First trade yeah. I want to talk about is the Warriors trading D'Angelo Russell to the Timberwolves yeah. for Andrew Wiggins and a <coughs> top three protected pick. I mean that is scary. Yeah. The Warriors getting another top three pick in twenty twenty one. I mean, I figured D'Angelo Russell will get traded, but I mean. No one's talking about the Warriors next year. Oh, oh, next year the Warriors will be back, people. I promise you. And the year after, they're going to be really good. And call me crazy, the Warriors should go out and offer Giannis a deal this offseason. They should. I mean, (laughs) that sounds like you got Curry, Clay, Andrew Wiggins, Giannis. And then Draymond, a top pick. Or, they are, no, they or gotta, James Wiseman. They, yeah, or whoever they could draft. Yeah. But what do you yeah, what do you gotta talk about that? The Warriors trade. Um I actually I'm really interested to see how Andrew Wiggins fits in at the Warriors. Um I think, he I think fits it's gonna in, be perfect. I think he fits in better than Russell does. I do, I did too. I do too. And I don't know, I just feel that way. It's not like I look at their game and I'm like, oh, Andrew Wiggins is better. Put him over. Mm-hmm. You put him on the Warriors, he's going to be even way better. It's not like that. I just think Andrew Wiggins fits a role where he doesn't have to even carry much of his own weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Curry and Clay take so much pressure off of you. I mean, Andrew Wiggins has just got all he has to do relax, take what the game gives him, and I mean, let his other guys work. I mean, do what they do and. You know, you do what you do. He scores his. He is playing exceptional this year. He's he really probably is. averaging like twenty, yeah, twenty something. And so is I Russell. mean, the, all the Warriors need when Curry and Clay and you say Giannis is there, all Andrew Wiggins has to do is score eight or ten points a game, yeah, and, and that's all. The, yeah, and that's all the Warriors are asking for. If they get Giannis, well, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Giannis is so unstoppable, but 
I've, I've been Some really high. Takes. I've been high on the Clippers this year. And they um, signed a phew, They got a really. They good. got lucky signing Mar- or Marcus. trading Marcus Morris for Mo Harkless. I mean, Marcus Morris is averaging twenty points a game yeah. this year and shooting over forty percent from three, and he can play a defense. I think Marcus Morris fits in. Yeah, exactly with these. That's this is how this team's built. That just like dog mentality. Yeah, like it's kind of reminds me. This team, I'm a Grizzlies fan. This Clippers team reminds me of like a 2013, 2012 Grizzlies mentality defensive yeah, defense, wise. Junkyard. But then you turn around, they got Lou Will, who is a, just a pure scorer. Yeah, Kawhi can score you. Yeah, thirty every night. Paul George, Paul probably George. one of the best scores in the league. Yeah, uh, he can get you twenty five, twenty eight, thirty a night, and now you're signing Marcus Morris, a guy who's a three and D guy, which is, huh, they didn't really even need it. And then they got Montrezl Harrell, twenty yeah. point per game scorer, <clears throat> coming off the bench. I mean, I don't even know if he'll start. And no, neither, and that's insane. This team is so well put together, and they just traded Mo Harkless, who's a pretty good player, but I definitely label Marcus Morris as a better player than him. And then they also got Isaiah Thomas, but he's expected to be released. Released, yep. Um, that's, I think that's the biggest, maybe not the most talked about trade, but the best trade was definitely that for the Clippers, mm-hmm. considering there's three games behind the – or. T- Two games or three games behind the Lakers. I have the Clippers making the finals this year. I said that. I've been saying that. And I'm going to stick with my pick. And I think this helps out my pick. Okay. Um, I want to talk about one trade. Uh, obviously involving my team. Andre Iguodala to the Heat. Jay yep. Crowder to the Heat. Um, Solomon. Yeah, Hill. Solomon. Uh, both... Andre and Jay Crowder coming off the bench. I mean, this trade is like, this trade has blown people's minds, and these are bench players we're talking about. I mean, which is obviously a huge thing in the game of basketball, but this is going to be a huge asset to this team. Um, They fit in perfect, I think. This team kind of Clippers, Clippers kind of. Clippers, I mean. Trading away Justice Winslow, James Johnson, Deion Waiters, um, all going to Memphis, correct? Yeah, but uh, Deion Waiters expected to be released, released and James, James Johnson. Johnson traded. Yep. Right. But we still got a young asset in Justice <laughs> yeah. Winslow. Um, I was expecting us to trade these guys this season or next and uh, try to add that one more championship core piece that I think – we kind of got in two players, in a way, uh, for the bench. And Iguodala signed a two-year, $30 million mm-hmm. extension yeah. as soon as he got the deal. I'm going to – I'm happy that he went to the Heat because, I mean, Butler, I've been a fan of his. But I just kind of just thought it was disrespectful how he wasn't playing for the Grizzlies just because, yeah. like, he didn't – like, I agree. He could have made an impact. Like, on the young players. It was players. definitely disrespectful, and players like Dylan Brooks. It's more guy, so selfish. And John Morant. I mean, they were pissed off mm-hmm. saying remarks, and 
they were happy when they traded him. They said, well, we got a guy now that actually wants to play for us. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was kind of disrespectful, but I'm definitely glad that he's back happy, I guess. Yeah. Um, going to a team that he definitely fits into. I think I like – I think the thing the, the Heat needed was that just that one person that's a veteran and has that championship experience and mentality – because D-Wade ain't there no more. You know what I mean? Hey, it's Iggy, no. No, nobody on that Heat team has won a finals championship. I mean, unless James I mean, unless uh, James Jones is still playing. But I'm sure he's at the Lakers with LeBron. No, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's, at, uh, he's a GM for the Suns now. Really? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was expecting to trade those guys. I think we we filled some holes we needed to fill. Jake Crowder's uh, a big piece, yeah. I think. And he's, a, I mean, three he and can D shoot, guy. Yeah, and he's got that uh, "you're not beating me" mentality yeah. too. Yeah, I and love I that. like that. Um, and I I want to thank him. He put on Twitter. He said, "Thank you, yeah, everyone in Memphis for giving me the opportunity to play there." I mean, I respect that. Yeah. Um, I think the Heat are turning heads now. I've seen many this team predictions can of make like the finals. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we make the finals, but I think we can get dang close this year. I, I really yeah. do. Uh, obviously, you want to talk about the D'Lo and Cat duo? We've talked about the trade, but how do you think that's going to work out? Well, I don't really see it winning games this year. I think it's better overall for the team mm-hmm. i mean they've lost like 13 games in a row I'm they had say, to do I'm something a, yeah they had to i agree they had to do something but a lot of people might not agree with this i'm not a big fan of d'angelo russell i i don't i don't know why i just he he is really good but i feel like he systemed out so much yeah you know what i mean like he's so like I don't know. He, he just kind of looks his own thing. Yeah, like he's more of an isolation player. I guess I didn't like D'Lo at the Warriors. Maybe I like him better at the Timberwolves. I did. Yeah. I did like D'Lo at the Nets, but and I like D'Lo at the Lakers. I really did. But um, he played it there. Lakers. Yeah, and I don't know if I like him on the Timberwolves. Really. I don't. I, I don't know if this duo, like you said, I don't know if it's going to be winning games this year. Um, they'll have to build off of this. We'll see what. We'll see. I think it could do. definitely be good in the future, though. Yeah. But as yeah. far as right now, I don't really see anything. Yeah. But a guy I I've liked for a long time, Jordan Bell, played at the Warriors. Actually, started for the Warriors for a while. Um, can play like three. Positions three small forward, power forward, and center. Yeah, and physical guy. I think he fits in in Memphis, and he's such an athlete. Can we talk about how impactful those types of players are that can guard one through four? Yeah, and, with ease, and yeah. then I mean, take the ball down. The, I mean, Bam out of bio is taking the ball down for the Heat for thirty percent of the time. Yeah, and it's just like, what it? Ten, the game has t- it just ten so years much. ago, 
if a coach would have looked at on or uh, Bam would have taking the ball down the court, he'd have yanked him out immediately, yeah. put him on the bench. It's just how systems work now. That's how the game of basketball's changed. I'm so a much. big Bam Bam fan. I am too. I really like what he brings to the table. He's he can relentless. play one, two, the five. He is, or he can, and that's that's what I like about. That's what makes players like AD so special. Is with, and, and LeBron and Giannis. The reason these dudes are so special is because they're built. Their their frame is so made. For basketball, yeah. I mean, Kawhi too. Look at it. Look at his hands. I mean, these just the frames of body. I mean, it's changing the game. It really yeah. is. I mean, I like a guy like Jordan Bell playing for the uh, Grizzlies. I mean, he's has finals experience too, which helps out. Um, and then he's also a young guy, yeah. and we're super young, and that's going to be good for us in the future. But the the Warriors are loading up mm-hmm. on picks. I'm right telling now. you, they're about to take. They're off. either gonna either trade these picks for a really really good player this off season or whenever they can trade again, yeah. or they're gonna draft and they're gonna end up hitting a gym mm-hmm. and boom, there they go. They're right back in the finals. Yep. Because they get Steph and Clay back, they can sign someone this off season. That we all know the owner. Isn't or GM? I can't remember. Is not scared to go after people. We, like we've no. seen him sign D'Angelo Russell. We've seen him sign Kevin Durant. I yeah. mean, this team is not afraid to make moves, and I think that's how you got to live in the NBA now. Yeah, it's a business now, and you got to take chances. That America was built on taking chances, and yeah. I think that's how the Warriors are. And obviously, they they suck right now. They're injured. But, yeah, but they ain't gonna suck soon. Yeah, but I mean, no. they got and they got a rookie that's performing phenomenal. Eric right Pascal, yeah. yeah, having a good year, and so they definitely not having a good record this year. But they they lock up. Maybe they get lucky, get the number one pick, take Wiseman number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think of how crazy that could. And be. then, and while you're doing that. James Wiseman would start as soon as he got to the Warriors. Yeah, for sure. And that leaves you with a guy like Gavon Looney, who's made a huge impact for the Warriors over the years, as your backup five. Man. Or you even know play I mean? big. Yeah. Yeah. With, and then Draymond, yeah, I don't know. This team definitely is... They're going to be loaded. They got picks for a while now. But the big talk now... Is this oh, Rockets. the the four team trade between Houston, the Timberwolves, Hawks, and Denver? Oh yeah, another thing about the Timberwolves out of this deal, they got two first rounders. I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, oh we, yeah, yeah, we just talked about that. And Houston traded Clint Capella for Robert Covington, Jordan Bell, and then he was traded to Memphis for a second rounder. I mean, I was shocked. I think everyone was shocked why they do not have a center now. Yeah. And they put James Harden to do the jump ball. Yeah, that was that. That threw me for a loop when I seen that last night. But then it looked like it wasn't so bad, and they go out and beat the Lakers Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. But I think maybe in the postseason, this maybe come back to hurt them. I think it will. 
But Clint, I, I'm not a, I'm gonna say this. I'm not a big Clint Capella fan. I didn't think he ever did much in the postseason. I don't know why. I'm kind of glad that they traded him, but I'm confused why they didn't trade him for a center. But, I think I think Clint Capella's, if he can stay healthy, I think he is going to fit in at Atlanta with Trey Young. That team is going to have a good future. Yeah. Well, and they also traded, uh, you know, Nene. That mm-hmm. they traded him to Atlanta too. So I mean, the yeah. only big guy they do have now is Tyson Chandler, who don't even. I don't know if he even went in last night, so he's not. He's old now, but yeah. And then they, yeah, Hawks got Clint Capella, big for the Hawks. Timberwolves got two first rounders, and Denver Nuggets got Ger- Gerald Green and a first rounder. Denver with a first rounder, that's pretty big. Yeah, and, uh, I'm a really big fan of that Gerald Green. I, I like Gerald Green too. too. He's kind of. Older in his career, but can shoot, mm-hmm. can play defense. And he's not afraid to shoot, too. Is oh, yeah, he can definitely I like shoot. that about him. He made a huge impact against the Warriors. Yeah, when he, was he did. Um, but Houston now has to play with no centers. P.J. Tucker is going to be getting bullied, I yeah. think. But getting Robert Covington is pretty good. This team is so... Hit some huge shots already. Yeah, um... Mark D'Antoni, or Mike D'Antoni, I can't remember if it's Mike or Mark or whatever, the head coach at Houston. Talk about, he said he, he's a really big Covington fan and says he's going to do really well for him. So that's good. Um, yeah, Mike, Mike mm-hmm. D'Antoni. Um, I mean, I like the team. I just kind of wish they had a big guy, one more maybe. But we're going to talk about Tom Brady now. And this, I want to do this one first. What, there's two, the question that I said we're doing is, where do you think he should go? Not where do I think he will go. I think Tom Brady should go to the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm I'm kind of iffy on Dak Prescott and if they should re-sign him. I just, I don't know. Dak Prescott's definitely good. But is he that yet? Yeah, and Tom Brady's later in his career. Not even, I mean, he's not nowhere near as good as he was. With as much football as Dak Prescott has played, you should know by now. Yeah, and he's had some really good games, and I don't know. That's the same thing that throws me for a loop about Jameis Winston. But the thing is, Dak wants such a big contract, Mm -hmm. and I just think he should shut up and take his money money that he deserves and keep trying to get better. I like Dak Prescott as a player and a leader because he's definitely both of those. I don't think he should be asking for all this $35 million a year contract. I could see how he's saying because guys like Jimmy G make and Jared Goff got huge contracts, and he views us he's better than both of those guys. He views he's better than Carson Wentz, who got a huge contract. So maybe that's why he's saying that. But Tom Brady, 
in Dallas with Mike McCarthy in. That of that offensive line, them receivers, if you sign them if they sign Amari Cooper back, you got Michael Gallup, Cobb, or they may have to I don't know if he's on this contract anymore. But Ezekiel Elliott just coming off his fresh deal. I mean, I think this is perfect for Tom Brady and I think that the Cowboys would win the Super Bowl the first year. Yeah. That, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. I mean I've talked about uh, or I was saying to you earlier, uh, obviously if Tom Brady goes anywhere, he's got to go for a – I mean, it's got to be a one-year Super Bowl shot deal. Yeah. And uh, I think it has to all be lined up perfect. And I'm going to give you what I think he should do and then what I'd like to see him do. Um, if he was to go to a different team, I'd like to see him go to the Chargers. Obviously, Philip Rivers and the Chargers um, – they don't. They don't, yeah. I don't think they're gonna go forward with each other. They're not agreeing with each other, each other's terms and stuff. Um, Chargers have an explosive defense already. Uh, hopefully, get a better performance out of the run game next year, though. And uh, then a got, loaded receiver core. That receiving core is so and good. Dude. That is something Tom Brady has been has, missing hasn't this year. had in such a yeah. long time. And I think he could go there and. Get a Super Bowl ring quick, but uh, I mean, I do too, honestly. What I think you should do, um, Tom Brady, dude, you got six rings. Uh, if you play one more year, make this one your last one. Go, I mean, if you go win a Super Bowl, by all means, go do it. Uh, retire Super Bowl champion with but seven you, rings, yeah. but dude, don't kill yourself out there. I was like, it, you've had a good career, just retire. I mean. Put the cleats up. I know that's hard I don't to want do to see people, a Kobe but... Bryant deal where he has a terrible year. Yeah, which I don't think he would, but I think don't, he definitely. Don't, don't, I see. I don't start I think... ruining your legacy with the today's social media era, because once you once you start playing bad, it, it's known. With I mean, like I definitely Brady. think he has a, another year in him, though. Yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. I think he does too, uh, but hang it up after this year. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But if you do go anywhere this year, go to the Chargers. <laughs> I think they got the best one. Or, uh, they got pieces a really for good, Tom Brady. Yeah. So. That receiving core is so good. Mm-hmm. You got guys like Keenan Allen, uh, Michael Williams, Travis Benjamin. They If they got to re-sign Hunter Henry, tied in, which I think they would if Tom Brady went there. But that'll wrap up episode 10 thank you for listening and um follow us on twitter at jh sport podcast one like i said go listen to the den of my friend uh dylan simpson and as always go balls go nose